0: believe in fairy tales, we might see the giant fairy tale of all time. elton scored gone! elton in the corner! One kick, one moment in time. It looks to me, as a taken and it still Wow! He hits it, he's done it!
1: Every single time it gets the unbelievable, isn't it? Grand final 2015. What's going to happen? Grand final 2016. I can tell you what's going to happen over the next uh, 30 to 35 minutes. It's the big league magazine run to the finals podcast round 22. Can you believe it? Slater and Gordon are our sponsor. Remember, if you've got a legal issue to tackle, give them a call on one eight hundred triple five triple seven. 555 lots to get through on this program. Uh, there's so many talking points from the game of Rugby League. We've got our golden point, the refereeing, what happens in that. Players on the move. Uh, players being sacked. Uh, officials being sacked. Uh, we've got judiciary in... Uh, In uproar again, we've got new players being signed and re-signed with clubs and all this happening in the women in league round. So it's going to be a huge show. As per usual, Pam Whaley is here, senior writer with Big League Magazine. G'day, Pam. Hello. Um, We've got a new boy on the block. Can't believe he's forced his way back in. (laughs) Sorted out some contractual issues. (laughs) Bowie Phillips, national sales manager, aka Genuine Hanger On. Welcome back. Thank you, Jimmy. Great to be back. And... Given it's Women in League round, uh, we have a very special guest in the studio. Can you believe it? Maddie Studden, uh, Australian Gillaroo, uh, part of the New South Wales side that broke that dominance of Queensland, uh, what was that, a couple of weeks ago. Um, Very excited to have you in the studio. Welcome, Maddie.
2: Hello, thank you. Uh,
1: And um, uh, great to have you with us. Uh, Women in League round, what does it mean for you?
2: Uh, It means a lot. There's women all over the league, especially us playing, and it's not all about the canine ladies, it's just... Women who's involved um, around the sport, like obviously around the um, NRL, I just was, came from the NRL Central from a women's league breakfast. So wow. there was a lot of ladies out there and um, beautiful young and old and it was really good to see how many ladies out there for the women's league.
1: Greatest growth area in the game of rugby league is women's involvement. Um, tell us, how did you get involved in footy?
2: Um, I got involved when I was, especially with my dad, I got involved when I was four years old playing right. down for Mascot Juniors. Um, yeah, my dad's been a big influence on me. He's always been even my coach or a sideline dad. But um, yeah, I've always played rugby league up to I was 12.
3: Your dad was assistant coach of the New South Wales team. What was that like?
2: Yes, he was. Um I mean, he was a great help. And to be a part of that, he's been um, coaching a couple of the women's teams, uh, myself with Helensburg and um, well, the country rugby league okay. team. And so he's been around in the women and league. So with him coming on board with New South Wales, was a really good help. Mm. Tell us about winning um, that Interstate
4: Challenge oh. the other week. How was that and what was that like to be part of?
2: Oh, that was the best experience I've ever had at the moment. Um, it was a tough game, one of the toughest games I've ever played. But to get that win after 18 years' streak for the Queenslanders mm. – um, it was a great feeling and one, one I won't forget, but um it was awesome.
1: You're only very young, Maddie. How how long have you been playing at that representative level for the Gillaroos and the, the, the blues?
2: Uh, I debuted for Gillaroos in two thousand fourteen. So right. that was my first rep game for Gillaroos and New South Wales I've um my first game was two thousand and thirteen, I think it was. Wow. So.
3: Um, Child yeah. Prodigy. But you also <laughs> had a bit of a uh, an injury, didn't
2: you? Yeah, um, so last year I was out for the whole year. I did my um, shoulder. I just catered at the Auckland Nine. So that took me out had to have surgery out for the whole year. And this is my first year back playing for Jillaroos and New South Wales.
1: Ah, right. Slot straight back in. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, tell us now, who, you, who are you playing for now? I, I believe you're playing for Cronulla carrying Bar. And, and also... I think the Sharks and a couple of other NRL clubs are actually putting together uh, women's nines teams. Is that right?
2: Yeah, that's right. Um, I'm playing for Kanala Kangba and we actually for the semis now. We've got two weeks off and um, we, it's really hard competition. We've came mm. into it this year and um, it's just all teams are great. And to be able to have the NRL nines coming in next year for it, we actually have a game this year in a couple of weeks. I think it's two weeks at um, Cronulla Shark Park. I think be- it'll be...
1: Before a home game? Or yeah, something? I think oh, it's cool. before
2: sharks and roosters. So oh, we'll play the huge. roosters oh. in the nines. Um, But our coach, Jason Stanton, is really pushing for our skills and it's a really good experience. Oh,
1: apparently Tevi, uh, Terry Biviano is the captain coach. <laughs> <that> is, so. <laughs>
3: so. What, what are you laughing I at, I can't wait to see the...
1: <laughs> You know, <laughs>
3: the, casual, boots. the casual casual wear <laughs> <laughs> that everyone will be wearing to the game. <laughs> it was fantastic.
4: Maddie, I wanted to ask you, with how much the women's game has been, it's been getting so much more attention kind of yeah. lately. Are you? What's it like to be kind of a part of that at the moment and how much people are kind of wanting to see the women's game? Do you hear that all the time, that you know, how much people love it? Yeah, we
2: do. Um, to be a part of it is really, um, I'm really honoured and privileged to be a part of it. Um, with the Harvey Norman on board, we're getting um, a lot of things right now, but... With our games, each game we always get good feedback and the crowd wants us to be live. Like they said, why aren't you live before yeah. a New South Wales game or anything like Auckland Nines is where we're live and we get so much to play out in a crowd like that. Many people, is fantastic. But the support and um, to be a part of it right now is really good. We're getting really um, big feedback and hopefully in the coming years we might have an NRL competition and it'll be very Could- good.
3: Because the Auckland Nines was where I think really you got most exposure um, a, a year or two ago, and I think it was um, it was then that everyone l- watched and went, "Oh my! Oh my God! God this is look at this! Yeah. The this is unbelievable!" Match. Yeah, yeah. The yeah test yeah. match was the and, one, and, yeah. and that's and from there it's just snowboard and it should because it's such a great yeah. spectacle. Yeah. Well,
2: everyone's seeing that women can play like the men, yep. and we can hit hard as well that's as for sure. hit harder than Bowie. That's not a, that's hard. A that's uh, a good point. Yeah, so it's good. And we play good football, like both yeah. teams. Um, uh, we play good football. We smash each other on the field, but off the field we're, we become mates and that's what's part of rugby league, which is great. And, yeah, it's really good.
3: How hard has it been, Maddie, up until this point? Uh, just, I mean, just in regards to getting a, uh, a women's competition together because mm. I, I know I was briefly involved with the with the countryside that mm. you were in. and just seeing the sort of area that people had to, you know, come from, you know, yeah. like just for training in Sydney. I know, mm-hmm. you know, you had girls who had to travel two hours from Maitland uh, and two hours from the South Coast just yeah. to, you know, just for a training session. It, it seems like such a broad area, you know. How how can that improve, do you think?
2: Um, it is a broad area and especially like with Kezi App, she's coming from Bega. She travels wow. five hours wow. all the time. So she puts in the big efforts. And um, But to become like a team, we have to train together and mm. it's really hard because – it's our second job and we all have jobs outside of um, yeah. rugby league and we have to take time off. But um, it is working and I think to be it will be good if we could get on a t- contract or something but <laughs> uh, full-time. But, yeah, it is hard and it is working around it.
1: Don't worry. It will come. Yeah. It's coming for the female yep. cricketers. Uh, yeah. They're being well-paid with yep. the WBBL, which has been such yep. a success. The netballers, we know, of course. Matildas. The AFL are doing it. The Matildas yeah. um, just had a loss overnight, unfortunately, yeah. with Rio. But... Um, it, if you're patient and you're young enough, and you are, yes, um, <laughs> it, it will be. happen. Yeah. I'll be it sticking will around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I she's ain't
4: going. Anywhere. <laughs> I was going to mention before Latoya Billy as well, right? Mm. So she she's played for the jillaries She where was she coming from? Somewhere um, way up north in the Northern Territory, yeah, somewhere. Wow. She was traveling, yeah. had Isn't to take cool. like a boat and then a seaplane and then mm. blah 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 to come down and play for the Indigenous girls. And then yeah,
2: yeah the commitment yeah. that the girls put into this game and is really good and obviously um, see Billy coming and playing like that. I've never actually played with her because I was out, but um, yeah. I've heard that she's a really good player and um, she comes from heart of where she plays and where she comes from, she's very proud and to make that commitment is really good for her.
1: Righto, Maddie, you're part of the panel today. Okay, so we're going to get your opinions on all the big issues that sure. are confronting rugby league at the moment. Yeah. I mentioned all of those other ones. Apparently, look, I didn't know, I didn't catch up on anything. Apparently there's a bloke who's signed with the Gold Coast. <laughs> Over the last twenty four hours. Do you mean
4: Will Zillman? He signed a two year Well done, Will (laughs) Zillman. (laughs) Timing's timing's
3: everything. It wasn't Luke Lewis, was it? No, it wasn't Luke Lewis. He seems to be taking people's positions. Oh, it's <laughs> a good point. Oh, I've got to get over me. this. I really have.
1: Yeah. yeah, move on. <laughs> Don't worry, we have. <laughs> just yeah, Jared Hain lands on the Gold Coast. It's a two point four million dollar two year deal, or two and a bit year deal. He is going to allegedly turn out for the Gold Coast Titans against the Warriors this Sunday. Ticket sales are going through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's excited about it, except it seems Jared Hain, who was a little subdued, I thought Pam in that press conference for a bloke who just. Uh, agreed to sign with the club for the last two years.
4: Well, I actually thought it was refreshing that an athlete was honest about what kind of happened, and I guess he wanted to go back to Para, and it Mm. didn't really work out, but um, at least he's kind of addressed it now. He's addressed it. He's he's addressed the elephant in the room, and now that's done, and then he can now concentrate on playing for the Titans.
3: There's a bit of PR in that, don't you think? You know, look, I'm really disappointed. But, look, let's face it, Parramatta was never going to have the amount of money or is probably in a position to actually uh, sign him for what he was probably looking for. And, look, I think there's a little bit of PR. Look, I'm really sorry, guys. I did want to play for Parramatta. However, you know, I've just got to go Gold Coast now and count my cash.
1: Well, it it was one of those situations where you'd say, okay, if you're 100 grand short, I may be able to do it. 200 grand. You're 400, 450 Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money mm. per year. That's yeah. a lot of money, and and if if Parramatta came to me and said, "Don't worry, we'll sort out some third party agreements <laughs> yeah. with you," I'd say, "Hey, no. whoa!" <laughs> I no, think it's
2: good that he's um gone to Titans. Like it's a new move. He went to Parramatta. They weren't doing anything for him, and I think with everything that's going on in Parramatta, I think he would want a fresh start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah true. Um, he has. Yeah, it's sad for the fans, but.
1: It's sad for the fans, and it's good for the fans yeah, because yeah. The, the Gold Coast Titans fans are ecstatic about it. All those teams are yeah. going to be playing against the Gold Coast in the lead up to that. If you've got an away game now, or you've got a home game against the Titans, happy days. <laughs> and look the way they played on Monday night in a cracking game of rugby yeah, league against yeah. the Sharks. They're going to play the semifinals. Yeah. Well, you would think with Jar- now Jared Haynes in the NRL semifinals, how everyone. At, yeah.
3: NRL heapsporters <laughs> must be just, just dancing through. T- <laughs> hey, Todd, yeah, 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 yeah. how are you, Todd? see <laughs>
4: t- <laughs> t- like It's just Happy times. brilliant for the game. Happy yeah. times. Yeah. I think so. yeah. It's yeah. fantastic for Titan supporters, though, I think, as well. Because they've they had a couple of really lean years up there and sure. a bunch yeah. of different things have kind of happened. And for them to be going so well this year when they were kind of expected to get the wooden spoon and, they kind of the wooden spoon and they've got Ashley Taylor and he's just yeah. playing like a champion. and Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Conrad. They've got a few players by default this year. <laughs> have they? have sort of but they have. They've sat back pace, and they've just been patient, all of a and then, it's then they've just got. Come together. Yeah. yeah, they've got Nathan Peets up there, yeah. and then now because they've saved all this cash on getting players they who have been released, his, well. now that it's a very smart move. So
3: you, who I love watching Ignatius Parsi. Yeah, he could, isn't he? Mate, mm. he is
1: great. Isn't he good? Yeah, 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 Hits the line hard. Everything's at 100 miles an it hour. Runs hard too, um, yeah. Levalu, uh, Pulu is another one. Yep. Zeb Tay has been good up there. Ryan James. Uh, it's all coming together, isn't it? Back. And Greg Bird, um, yep. who we'll talk about a little bit later on in the podcast, was spectacular yep. on Monday night. Yeah, it, it is huge. Um, and we are loving the fact that the Hain plane signed in the hangar. I love that. Nice touch, Gold, <laughs> Gold Coast Titans. <laughs> Uh, and it is huge for the game of Rugby League. It's the Big League Magazine Run to the Finals podcast. Round 22 is upon us. We've got more issues we're going to get through. But we're brought to you by Slater and Gordon. Remember, if you've got a legal issue to tackle, give Slater and Gordon a call. The number is one eight hundred right, let's park the Hane plane for a little while, get in some of the other issues around the game of Rugby League. We mentioned earlier the cracking game on Monday night. It was a golden point game. Um, And basically both coaches came out after and said, this is terrible. We need to fix this. This is not working. The referees are putting their whistle in their pocket. And everyone went, yeah, totally understand why the referee does put his whistle in the pocket because no one wants to be the person that gives away the penalty under the post that costs the team the game because then you're just under too much scrutiny. So my question to you guys is how do we fix Golden Point? Do we need Golden Point?
4: I think – Uh, extra time is fine. Just play another five minutes and if there's no result, swap ends and another another five minutes. Um, Five minutes
1: each way? Yeah. And you you absolutely play that extra 10 minutes. Yeah. And then if there's a draw at the end of that, fine. But if there's not, no problem. But you're still going to get the situation there. Um, So just say someone scores a try or just say someone's setting up for a field goal in the 89th minute Mm -hmm. and there's someone that runs offside because they know that they can be offside in the extra time and the referee still doesn't give away a penalty. Well,
4: not necessarily, I guess, um, because they would have had the nine minutes before that to try and do something. So the referee is not necessarily going to be afraid of blowing a penalty Mm. in in that time. Um, I don't know. It's... Yeah, look, yuck, it, it, it is a, a it, it
3: is a tricky one because you, you you look at these drop goal attempts and you go how those markers were never yeah. square, yeah, and they were you know they're on top of him before the ball even gets to him, yeah. So, but again, the referee's not going to blow that. The referee's more likely to blow a penalty against blockers than he is against the markers getting out of there early. So, but I mean, but you see, that referees will not make the same decisions in the last 10 minutes of an ordinary game mm-hmm. than they would in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. So it just seems to leak out even further in, in that extra point. So I, I, I don't know. I, if Look, how many we just went through uh, oh, how there's, many...
1: There's a stack of games, but the Warriors have been in five and the Raiders have been in four. That's a new record in, in the NRL in yeah. one season.
4: Well, this is... Yeah, I think there's been like thir- 13 or so, yeah. 12, 13 or so, Golden Point games this year, and that's the most ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think we have to remember as well, um, not making excuses, but they the referees are also fatigued playing that extra time as sure,
1: well. Sure, sure. No. Yeah. Anything that can take pressure off the referees, I'm in, in, in favour of. Yeah. Maddie, what about you as a player? What are your thoughts on yeah, it?
2: Yeah, I think it's a tough one. Um, lucky for me I haven't been in a golden point yet. But um with the like all the coaches are saying, there's offside players, the markers mm. are not square, they're running up to it. Mm. Well, it both teams aren't fearing each other on that way of view. True. Yeah. And with the referee, they're doing a great job, so we can't blame the referee. But with the golden point, I think no matter who's going to win it, it has to, someone has to win it at the end of the day.
1: Mm. I'm a fan of golden Troy. Always have been. Always have been. And the reason is this, that it allows the referee to referee the final 10 minutes in the same fashion that he refereed the first 80 minutes. So that at at the 82nd minute, if there's a guy and and someone's going for field goal, and that's fine, but it won't end the game, and, and there's a guy offside and... You can penalise him and say, sorry, mate, you've given that away. So you give the two points. You gift the two points to the opposition, but it doesn't end the game. But a try will. And what Mm -hmm. the try will do is encourage people to play an attacking brand of football. I'm prepared to give that a go. Otherwise, and I've been a a strong supporter of Golden Point ever since it was introduced. Otherwise, get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, that was like Johnson the other week. He was setting up for a field goal. And because they rushed up, he just went straight over for a um, try. Is
1: there anything better than a try in Golden Point?
4: Yeah. Yeah. We've seen so many of them this year as well. That intercept with the the Raiders and Dragons.
1: Yes, yep. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What about <laughs> Jordan? What about Jordan Rapana in the uh, in the Knights the versus? Yeah. yeah, the field goal didn't go over. He just chased it through and yeah. ended up getting the try. Yeah. That's yeah. spectacular. Yeah, yeah. give it's us excellent. more try. Give us throw the ball. Golden away. try. I'm, I'm with you, Jimmy. Golden, <laughs> golden <laughs> try. Golden try. You with me? I'm with you, yeah. Jimmy. All right, fills <laughs> me <laughs> fills me with the confidence. Uh, now the other thing is judiciary mm-hmm. during the week. Tyson Frizell misses no. the game now. Let me say that, uh, and I heard Michael Butner talk about avoidable contact and unavoidable contact. So they felt that it was avoidable contact from Tyson Frizzell on referee Chris James. Now, firstly, do we accept that? I do.
4: I do. I didn't at the time. I thought, oh, are you serious? The referee's standing right on top of him, mm. and he's just kind of stood up and went, oh, sorry, mate, and moved him out of the way, but or moved around him, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, when there was other vision Showing that it, it actually was probably yeah avoidable.
3: was that other vision in slow motion but
4: yes it was uh, yeah. frame by frame it was slowed down and no 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 it was that's yeah, true. it did show Are another angle that's it true
3: well the, it's did you see though in slow motion yes I did see the footage and it's like well you know avoidable in slow motion uh, the referee had every. Every uh, option not to get in his way. <laughs> that's like, oh, <laughs> give me a break. Are you saying that, <laughs> that's that we should start? <laughs> <laughs> now we you're trying to tell the referees where to go. Oh, referees, right. on well, well, we'll referees on report. put on report Intentional or not, he shouldn't be missing a week. Give me a fine. Move on. Here's the problem. I don't.
1: I don't mind that. I don't mind it. If if you've got a, a minor offence like that, that it was Tyson Brazelli. It was literally. Yeah, I'm. Get, I'm pushing you. Get around you. No, it wasn't even a push. It no, was a tap. it was like. It mate, was like okay, yeah. instead of missing a game, fine him. Mm. But, yeah. and I don't mind that. The other problem is that the inconsistencies across the year, we've had Thurston, we've had Smith, we had Dave Klemmer yeah. touching the referee and getting off.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, that's exactly right. Because I think that there was such a kick up about all of that stuff earlier in the year. And then I think now they've gone, Oh, you know what? Like, what is a friendly like we've just got to stomp this out. It's not mm. it's still happening. So they've just gone a blanket. Now, ban.
1: now Maddie, you're not getting off this Easily either. because <laughs> I saw vision of your game oh, versus yeah. Queensland. Oh, yeah. And Ruan yes. Sims
2: yeah,
4: did a
0: little
1: bum tap to the uh, referee as <laughs> yeah. she went past.
2: Yeah, after her great tackle, which I thought was a um, bit of a harsh penalty because she, it was a great tackle for her. But – um. Yeah, she got off and just gave the referees a little <laughs> tap. Thanks, sir. Yeah. She's lucky but, yeah. it was
1: women in league round next round, because otherwise she would have been rubbed yeah.
2: out. Yeah, wow. we we kept. Well, I keep watching the game because I just That's can't hilarious. stop watching it. But um, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, every time I watch that, I give it a little giggle. But yeah, it's the same thing. Um, with Tyson Brazil. I think it's if you're gonna touch a ref, I think it comes across a a harsh, like harsh way of it doing it with how he went through with it. But um. Yeah, I I don't know.
1: Uh, I think when you start, when you see junior games and the pressure that referees Mm, are under from that point of view, anything that can, like just say to the kids, kids, you're not allowed to touch the referee and here's what we're doing at the the elite level and you're Mm -hmm. not allowed to touch them. I think think $20,000
3: fine for intentional touch. If it's an
1: (laughs) intentional touch... Suspend them for games if it's an incidental, yeah. which is which is was Tyson Frizzel, Frizzel. then yeah. you can. I'm uh, um, you know ten
3: thousand dollars fine, twenty grand, twenty grand fine, ten I'll tell suspended. You what, every, all players will you know start start looking. There. Ten ten thousand dollars
1: suspended. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. So um, yeah, all right. We I think we agree on that one. Um, Luke Keary, what's happening with Luke Keary? I see you could see when he ran through and he was following that mm. that breakthrough, and you just went ping, and you yeah. thought immediately you think maybe never ever play for the Rabbitohs again. Yeah, we got an update.
3: Uh, I think that may be the case. I would say. Yeah, mm. I would say as well.
4: Um, mm. I don't know. Does anyone really know what's happening over there at the moment? It's just so. What's your
3: point, Pam? What's
4: your point? <laughs> 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 I I to, got uh,
3: <laughs> a couple of South City <laughs> yeah, fans <yeah>, yeah. in here. <laughs> yeah. It's not you doing? It's not happy days over there no, at the moment. I don't know whether everything that's reported is true, but hmm. there seems to be a, lot a bit of on. unrest, doesn't there? In so. what way?
1: Expand on that, please, Bo.
3: Oh, oh, look, uh, there's always un- – everyone says there's always unrest when your team's going badly. Mm. Um, mm. And then knives come out, mm. you know, it's either for the players or the coach. Mm. That's where South is at the moment. They aren't playing very good football.
2: But, yeah, but but you know what?
3: Everyone across the board, all players, are just not playing football. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I mean, there's been a few incidents with kiri um, yeah. Word is he's quite a, you know, headstrong uh, young man and um, – you know, maybe it is time that he's unhappy for him to move on. So
2: Yeah. I think there's been a lot of changes for South Sydney this year as yeah. well. And um, obviously um, Maguire with all his changes and dropping players down to second grade and then bringing them back up. Like jo- Joe Burgess is back into the team this year, um, this week. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we've changed in the team a lot this year. doesn't doesn't you really help. You can't get that rhythm, yeah. yeah. Well, that's
1: what happens when you lose games by 50 points. Yeah, yeah that's you, true. You change the <laughs> team um, and not just wingers either. Um, Greg Inglis is into the starting mm. side in that 5'8 mm-hmm. position too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think we talked about this earlier. Luke Kiry is a guy who stood up to Russell Crowe. Now, that's gone on record. We've, we've gone mm-hmm. on record of that. That sort of strength of character, I think, is actually something you want to keep. In valuable. Club. Yeah, I agree. valuable. Yeah, very um, yeah. valuable. Within reason, obviously. I don't know what he's going to do with Nick Politis over there at the Roosters next year, but we'll just have to <laughs> wait and see on that one. Um, but, you know, that sort of thing. And, and it wasn't just sticking up to Russell Crowe. It was sticking up for his players, yeah. His, yeah. his fellow players. So I think that's that's the important thing. It's really hard. I look at um, Wayne Snoopy Collins and Kurt Ridley who have been – look, Wayne Collins would have been mates with Michael Maguire for 25 years, more.
4: Right. They and, were and at
1: The Raiders, the Raiders together, together. Yeah. yeah. And there they are sitting in the box, and I'm thinking, well, he's been sacked. And the guy on the other side, Kurt, really has been sacked. How? That's a difficult working relationship.
4: Yeah. I think you can, but I think you can kind of see it on the field. I think that well, you can see when teams are going bad, but they're actually really busting themselves. And there's just, it doesn't seem to be quite clicking the there bond for that. Yeah. There's just no mm. extra effort. Yeah. Um, and and you- it's pretty obvious. Like, it's yeah. plain as day. The other thing
3: too, in the years leading up to South in the premiership, um, Maguire was in a position where he could harshly, you know, tree players and, 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 mm. and drop them because he had that depth. Problem is the depth's not, there, not there anymore. No. Mm. So what do you do? Then all of a sudden players who aren't performing don't get dropped because there's no option for for Maguire, yeah. then the players are going, well, why wasn't he dropped? He dropped me. You know, then yeah. it sort of starts getting messy and blurred and I think maybe that's what well, uh, what
1: players are thinking I of. I forget me. who was it that, that said it, but um, the, when someone was given a recommendation about leadership and some advice on leadership, um, around rugby league, he said, keep the six or seven players who don't like you away from the six or seven players who haven't Dude. made up their mind. <laughs> 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 so that's that's the way it goes. And when you've got a, you've got reserve grade teams, everyone in reserve grade is unhappy because they all think they should be <laughs> yeah, in first yeah. grade. So uh, that's the be, way it goes.
4: They could have a problem this year as well that they uh, maybe they can't play any. Any more players in first grade because of the salary, salary cap, cap as well, so yeah. that could be a thing as well. They've had a little bit the trip.
1: the uh, dragon situation. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, look, it'll be all right for South Sydney this week. They take on the Storm in Melbourne. So, <laughs> yeah, look, they really should, should they should, they should get away with this one. Yeah, uh, I don't think they've ever beaten the Melbourne Storm. <laughs> no. in Not in Melbourne, Melbourne, no. No. So, yeah. uh, so there you go. That's a nice easy one for them. Uh, now, uh, <laughs> just on that, um, Javid, uh, Javid Bowen re with the Cowboys. I saw him play the other night. I thought he played really well that yeah. game against the Storm.
4: Well, he's got plenty of speed. He, he does his job. He's been biding his time, I think, for quite a while. So he, yeah, why not lock him down? Yeah, he
3: played a few games earlier in the year yeah. and I think he, yeah. he's been out for a while and just, as I said, just biding his time and, and trying to break into that side. But uh yeah, he's a, he's a big talent waiting to come through.
1: What did we Could take you? out of that game last week? Uh, it was um, the two of the three big guns of the competition uh, up against each other, but no Jonathan Thurston. Uh, Maddie, what did what did you make of that?
2: Yeah, I thought it was still a good game. Um, mm. Obviously, the forward pack, Cowboys have a massive forward pack, and to have a good hit out against them, it's just the smart players around the ruck, obviously, Cooper Cronk, um, Cameron Smith, they're yeah. just too smart for their game, and um, to have that win, it was a good win for them, and I know Thurston was out, and that's a big loss for them, but... It's still a good game to watch.
1: Can I ask you, is there a particular player in the competition that you watch to try to model your game on?
2: Yeah, it's Jonathan Thurston. Yeah. I really look up to him with how he plays obviously yeah. for a half and he's a really smart player and he's where he like runs a team around and kicking game. It's really what I look up for.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Um, all right. Uh, there's some of the big issues that have uh, been uh, bouncing around here for round 22. Uh It is the Big League Run to the Finals podcast brought to you by Slater and Gordon. Give them a call, Bowie. I know you've got some troubles. Uh, 1-800-555-777.
0: Tickets are now on sale for the Rugby League Experience Annual Legends of League Grand Final Cruise. Spend the afternoon cruising Sydney Harbour with great food and drink whilst being entertained by Rugby League legends Tommy Rodonagas, Mick Crocker and Mark Spud Carroll. So if you're in Sydney for the grand final, why not join in the fun? It's always a great day. For more information or to book, call us on 1300 885 718 or email therugbyleagueexperience.com.au.
1: Time to talk fantasy football, I'm talking about, and we do that with CK1, a.k.a. Chris Kennedy from the National Rugby League. G'day, Chris. How are you going? Yeah, really well. Look, you you tipped us into a great one, Conrad Harrell. But we're we're trying to remember, what was your tip for last week? Was it just consolidate?
0: Uh, Consolidation is the name of the game for the run home. Yeah, get rid of those uh, low-scoring auto-emergency risks is one of your priorities at this point.
1: Do players like being called low-scoring emergency risks?
0: Uh, I, I probably wouldn't say it to their face at this point. I, if I you wouldn't? Christian, if I bumped into Christian Welch in the sheds, I wouldn't be like, get out of here, you auto emergency drama.
3: You you called that. You called me that this morning, Jimmy, when we walked in the studio.
0: Yeah, but that's accurate. So. <laughs>
1: All right, so tell us who the low performers you got rid of it, uh, for last week.
0: Um, Tavita Pangai was on the scrap heap for me. Right, um, okay. Again, not someone I'd be saying that to his face. Cause Fair I think enough. <laughs> covered, but um, Tavita, you're cut. You know, problems for my team, so you're out of here. A <laughs> um, few guys. I think Bevan French could be on the way out, um, these sort of guys. So, okay. yeah, anyone who's, who's come in as a bit of a low-key cash cow and getting some low scores, time to get them out of your team.
4: All right. CK, big question of the week. Jared Hain, buy oh, or wait?
0: Ooh. Question. Such a big question. Such a big talking point. Yeah, well from a from a fantasy point of view, anyone who's been playing for a few years will know that uh, Jared Hayne has been an absolute superstar, not just of the NRL, but of, uh, of the NRL fantasy world. Um, was the uh, the most expensive player in the game at one point in his Dell uh, EM year in, in 2014. Um, could potentially be a, a huge asset to, to fantasy teams on the way home. There's not a lot of uh, great options at wing fullback after your, your Monsters and Tedescos and Mansors. Um, starts at a discount of 380k due to being out of the game for a while but the issue is uh, Neil Henry has already said he's probably going to start on the bench, Uh, he hasn't Mm. played rugby league at all um, for the better part of two years, he's gone to NFL. He's gone to Rugby Sevens. He's back. He's had maybe one or two training sessions with the Titans. He's starting on the bench. I can't see any way he's going to make you money in the first week, so I'll just be taking a, a wait and see approach. know there's not too long left in the season, but I'll be giving at least uh, one game uh, just to have a look at Joe before we rush him into our teams.
3: Now, Chris uh, Bowie, here, mate. In my halves, I had Thurston and Ben Hunt, and I had two sort of two razes on the on the on the bench. Razzes? Well, yeah, I don't think they played a game all year, but because of myself, okay, we we can't name be shoes the salary cap issues. the then. No, we won't do well, okay, that. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> they might
1: listen. They might, they might listen, listen to the
3: show. <laughs> now, Chris, do I do I offload Thurston this week because he's not he's not playing? Then pick someone up and then and then get him back next week. Is that is that the best thing to do there?
0: How many trades are you sitting on it? sir? I got a few. I've specific. got a few. You got a few. Yeah. What I would probably be doing. Well, Thurston might almost be back this week. He's not been named, but um, uh, on, I know are expecting him to play. He's uh, he's certainly getting close. If he misses this week, I think this will be the last one he misses. So yeah. burning two trades to get him out and get him back seems a little bit sort of gotcha. uh, wasteful. Um, ben Hunt's sort of uh, he's borderline on the chopping block. He's missing a lot of tackles. Um, miss, uh, missed about eight tackles on the on the weekend. His scores have been a little bit underwhelming. So I think um, Thurston and, and Sean Johnson is probably the uh, the go for the run home. Those guys and, and Nathan Cleary are probably the best-performed halves at the moment in fantasy.
1: Gotcha. All right. Conrad Harrell was the in two weeks ago. Then it was consolidate. What's the big tip for the listeners this week? CK one.
0: Well, it's, I mean, we're past the, the buyers and everyone's sort of running out of trade, so it's basically just, just more of the same. Keep getting those auto emergency risks out, buy up, snap up the guns, so get the best players in each position. you, you Cam Smith, you, you know, you Fafita's, for Sean um, Johnson, um, Josh Mansour's in just absolutely sublime touch at the moment. Um, and probably the, the other one, the talking point for this week is what to do with your captaincy, which uh, I've personally got it badly wrong two weeks in a row. I went Cam and Fafita was better, and I went for feeder and Cam was better, so. That could just be a case of uh, looking at the, the various games and who's going to score well and, and going with your gut. You look at something like Jack DeBellin, who got, I think, 72 on the weekend. Tyson Frizzell is out, but he's probably going to play 80 and get through a lot of work. Solomon Mannering's producing some 70-plus scores when he starts in the middle and, and plays 80. So it's um, I think last week I said, Cam all the way and then Cam paid me back with 50 points and got outscored by all the other guys so maybe it's not Cam all the way maybe we've got to be a little bit more creative with our captaincy options especially if you're in a head-to-head tussle and you need to gamble a little bit
3: different subject Chris mate what do you know about Pokemon Go? (laughs) <laughs> where, uh, <laughs> where are you going with this? <laughs> I know it's all over I've been my Twitter feed and I
0: can't make it go away.
3: <laughs> that's why I've got so many trades because I've been pretty busy with Pokemon Go the last couple of weeks.
4: Is that why you're here this uh, week? That's Is why there I'm a Pokestop yeah. or something Yeah, Yeah, yeah Pokestop.
3: I haven't uh. seen the wife or kids for a couple of weeks. So, <laughs> Nat, if you're listening, uh, I'll be home soon. Be home, I'm sure. Apparently <laughs> she's very happy with that. So
4: <laughs> if you <laughs> want
1: to keep playing Pokemon Go, go <laughs> for that's your fine. life. Uh, good on you, CK one I
0: did just judge you a little bit, but... Fair.
4: That's really fair. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, thanks, Chris. We do appreciate that. Um, and we'll call in again next week if that's okay.
0: Thanks for having me, guys.
1: No worries. CK1 there, NRL Fantasy Guru uh, from NRL.com as well. And Oh, we didn't talk about the stats winner from round 21, which was that Monday night game, Greg Bird.
4: Yeah. Wow, what a performance. Wow, what a big game. Yeah. yeah.
1: He, he's going to finish the season strongly.
4: Well, I hope so. I think he, he's kind of got a sniff of what's happening up there at the yeah. Titans, you know. That there, there's they're within uh they can play finals, they really can challenge some of these bigger teams. So two hundred and sixty six
3: meters.
1: That's a lot of meters. Yeah. Thanks, Scoop. Okay. <laughs> Fair dinkum. Yeah. You've come into the podcast <laughs> and you've delivered that. <laughs> he does gist. know
2: how to get under um the player's skin as well, Greg Birdie. Yeah, I love a bit of niggle. It. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, A yeah, bit like Bowie, yeah. it? it's <laughs> getting under our skin. Uh, all right,
1: let's have a look at the games then from round twenty-two, starting with the game on Thursday night: Dragons up against the Broncos. Wow, I mean, what's going on at the Broncos? What's going on at the Dragons? How do you see it, Pam? Uh,
4: it's this is a really, really tough game. So I assumed that Matt Gillett was going to play last week, and then he didn't. So I think that his inclusion will have a big Huge. impact on the Broncos here because they really need a bit of they really need a bit of muscle up there and. Um, everyone knows once they can get it together, they can do amazing things. But they've just been a little bit disjointed. I don't know if it's still a little bit of an origin hangover or mm. what. What mm. actually is happening there? But um, without Tyson Frizzle, um, I think the Dragons are going to debut Joey Leylouer's little brother, Luciano. Lu- yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that'll be a something nice there. He's a he's a little gun as well. So. Um, yeah, that'll be that'll be a good one for the Dragons, but uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm tough. I'm with
2: you. I think it's tough as well, and um, I think the Dragons will have it up on them because it's a home game. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing, but um, yeah, the Broncos have been going. I don't know they're up and down. They start off really well in the season, and then they had a couple of players out because of Origin. But I think it'll be a really tough, cl- close game.
3: Yeah, look, I'm I'm tipping Broncos here to hit mm. back. Uh, St George were great against Dogs last week, but Dogs weren't very. St. George were great against the Dogs. I they dog, lost. A
1: Dog? by 10, the, the Three points. points to ten. Yeah. yeah. So no,
4: n- no, no, no. Last week. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The, I tell you what you never question with the Dragons. Their effort. You never question their effort. It's the execution that's the issue mm. for yeah, the Dragons. Yeah. Um, and no Who for Where does that come from?
3: Where does that come from, you think?
1: It's a good question. I, it's not like they don't try.
4: Um, halves. Um, to a degree.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, no. they look good when they just interchange... Passing during the forwards get over the advantage line and let's see what happens off the back of that. Yeah, that, that's when they play their best. Um, when they go sideline to sideline, I, I don't think it, it's I don't think ugly it works football for
4: them. as well. And it's not they don't have the they don't have mm. the players to execute that. They Correct. Have tough, big hitting players that just need to roll forward and uh, frustrate teams, and they don't do that.
1: Maguire, Thayde, and Gillett back for the Broncos. In saying all of that, I'm going to tip the Dragons. I'm gonna there take you the go. To, to, to win that one. Yeah, uh, Parramatta versus Manly. Let's get through these ones. Uh, um, Parramatta, of course, uh, no Jared Hayne in there. That won't worry them too much. Oh, Manly played really well for 50 minutes and then were pretty ordinary on Sunday uh, against the Knights Bowie.
3: Yeah, they did, they did shut up shop a little. Um, and Newcastle played extremely we on the second half. But uh, I don't know whether Parramatta is just at that breaking point now where it's mm. just all getting a bit too hard, I think. So uh, where Manly, I think it's starting to play a little, you know, some good football, so Manly for me. Maddie?
2: Yeah, I think Manly as well. They started off great last week and they should just win up against the Eels, really.
4: Yeah, I think that Manly, they're still in the hunt for the finals. They want to make it. Um, they're going to be... Too big and strong for power unfortunately.
1: Tommy T, star, should be on the Four Nations Tour as well. Knights mm. up against the Bull- Bulldogs. They <laughs> won on the last weekend. They were, Gee, they were hard to watch. Pam?
4: Yeah. Um, the Knights have obviously had their well-documented struggles this year, and mm. I think that that's going to continue this week. I think the Bulldogs would be pretty disappointed with how they played, obviously, against the Cowboys, um, not coming up with any points. And then last week against the Dragons, they got the win, but it wasn't... It was nothing special. So um, I think that they really need to, to use CK's uh, terms, consolidate and figure out what they actually want this season to be and go for it.
2: Mm. Yeah, I'm back in the Bulldogs as well. They right. should just be too strong.
1: Bulldogs for me. Bulldogs for me in that one as well. Although in saying that, Greg Eastwood is a very important player to be out of that side. Sharks up against the Raiders. This is interesting. Jimmy Maloney will play. play. Yeah. Got off at the judiciary, Maddie.
2: Yeah, um, with him back in the team, I think it With the halves combinations going on in the Sharks, they're they're just really fiery Mm. this year. And um, I think it'll be a great game against the Raiders. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. I think it'll be a game of the round. I think everyone will get a monster. Well spotted. I'm going for the Sharkies, though. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's going to be a
4: fantastic game. I can't wait for it as well just to see the Raiders really – demolish a team, sorry guys, the <laughs> Rabbitohs last week. Um, I think that they haven't been able to do that for a long time. So that's really exciting, I think, heading into the last few weeks.
3: I think uh, Sharks, just they are not going to get an easy game at all, no, no matter who they're playing till the semi So, But I think they'll just get there.
1: Sharks in a tight one. The Raiders could have got to 70 points last week, if, yeah. you know, if, if things, if they were uh, how would I describe it? More direct, maybe. Um, they were a bit frivolous with some of the opportunities. Just having fun, yeah. Mm. Just having too much fun. Speaking about fun, Rabbitohs taking on the Storm down in Melbourne. Uh, <coughs> Bowie.
3: Well, look, Rabbitohs all over. I would say, um, look, you know what? I'll, I'll, um, I'm going to tip Melbourne by forty. <laughs> <laughs> forty. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Pam. Yeah, well, as we were
4: saying before, uh, the Rabbitohs have played 12 games in Melbourne and have never won mm. down there. So I think that they're going to be 13 0.
2: Yeah, I'm a true South supporter. I'd like to say I'm better than them, <laughs> but um, I just think, yep, Storms are going to win.
1: Storm are almost perfect. GI back yes. for the Rabbitohs. Storm to win that one comfortably. This is the big one. The Hane plane lands at Seabus Super Stadium, <laughs> Titans up against the Warriors. This was going to be a cracking game anyway.
4: Mm-hmm. And now you
1: add in that little extra bit uh, with Jared Hayne. Um, I, I think the home side, I like the way they play. Short turnaround, though.
4: Yeah, I think Titans as well. I think ama- they had an amazing crowd there Monday night last yes. last week. They got 14,000 on a Monday night, and it was just a super-duper game. So this is going to be another cracker, and especially with Hayne there.
2: Yeah, I think Titans as well, especially with Nathan Peets back in the hooker. Uh, he brings point. a little spark into it, and yeah. um, they've played together as well, Nathan Peets and Hayne. So I think you feel in pretty good.
1: So hang on a minute. You're making far too many good points at this podcast,
3: Maddie. More than me. (laughs) That's what I'm concerned about. (laughs) It's like I'm out again next week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm tipping Golden Point and Warriors to get up by one.
1: Wow. So that'll be the sixth Golden Point game for the Warriors, uh, breaking their own record of five. uh, What's that about four for Titans? Uh, yeah, the Titans have played yeah, quite yeah. a few. Bring it, it? on. Um, yeah. Yeah. Golden Point.
4: Yeah. Bring yeah. it on. Another one. Yeah. Another,
1: another blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, and referees, make sure you understand that you have a whistle during the course <laughs> of Golden Point. Tigers Cowboys, important game. No Robbie Farah. Um, no Luke Brooks. So in comes Jack Littlejohn. Pam?
4: Um, I think that the Cowboys will be too good here. They uh, looked okay last week against Melbourne. and So
3: is Thurston in or out?
4: Mm. Uh, Well, it's touch and go. I I don't really know.
3: Someone said he he warmed up last week. Is that true? Or it's hot up there anyway. They're not going (laughs) to risk him. It's a hamstring.
4: (laughs) They're playing the West Tigers. No disrespect to the West Tigers, but they're definitely not going to risk their star player. If he he comes in and he's not quite ready and he does a long-term damage, Mm. then – they can all but kiss their premiership chances goodbye. So they're not going to risk him if he's not 100%, so I don't think he's going to play.
1: And that is disrespectful,
3: anyway. to
4: the worst, <laughs> Slightly. Um, yeah, buried,
2: buried. <laughs> I'm going to back Cowboys. Four packages, too big and strong.
3: Okay. Yeah, I would have said this would be a lot closer, but with the loss of Brooks, I think uh, Cowboys mm-hmm. are too strong.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go the Cowboys in that one as well. Monday night goes to the Panthers and the Roosters out there at uh, Pepper Stadium. Panthers... Uh, their best performance against the Broncos, and then they came up and uh, came up short against the Warriors. Bowie in uh, Golden Point, the Roosters. I reckon there's a lot of teams don't want to play the Roosters this time. of mm-hmm. look, year. Look, I think they're going to
3: uh, they're going to play some of the best football all year these last uh, these last few rounds. So yeah, definitely Roosters in this one. Um, yeah. I just can't. You just don't know what Panthers are going to do when yeah. they turn up there. Yeah, it's you? hard to
4: put a finger on what yeah. what's happening. They or can carve you <laughs> up,
3: but then yeah, yep. look, um, they
4: have the ability, but.
3: Cartwright's gonna get found out, I think, again in defence. So he's mm-hmm. he's got some he's got some big big things to do in defence. Boyd Cordner coming at him. I was gonna all say yeah. Boyd Cordner yeah, exactly. will yeah. be licking his face. He was brilliant one. Boyd Cordner. He too, was, also. wasn't
1: he? He was excellent. Uh we've got a tip out of you, Pam, on that one. Roosters. Roosters, yeah, well, you no, hate saying it. that, don't you? It's a <laughs> <thing>. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Uh, but yeah. Got to Gotta go teeth. with it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I think the Roosters will do that one. High quality game, that one. High quality game, uh, Monday night footy. So there they are. The games for round 22. It's the big league. Ma- it's uh, women in league round. Big league magazine. Run to the finals podcast. We're brought to you by Slater and Gordon. And if you've got a legal issue to tackle, give them a call. one 800
0: Radio Hub is Australia's premier podcasting facility. With high-quality sound equipment and production services, Radio Hub is a one-stop shop for all your podcasting needs. So, if you're ready to jump into the exciting realm of podcasting, contact Radio Hub on 0402 870 900. Or email info at radiohub.com.au. All
1: right, here we go. Final segment of the podcast. This is where we get into uh, talk about our prizes too. It's a great prize, Pam. We've got to tell people about it. You've got a hashtag on your, uh, whether it's your Twitter account, your Instagram account or your Facebook account, um, hashtag mybigleague. Take a photo of yourself with your big league. So, um, and given it's women in league round, why don't you do a photo with your, your wife or your partner or your uh, Or if your you're mum. a
4: woman, maybe you can hashtag and say, hello, I'm a woman in league. <laughs> That's
3: exactly that's right. My yeah, big league. Yeah, no, so yeah. Maddie,
1: yeah. you could yeah. do that. Uh, you could also do that as well. You could. Yes, that's right.
3: Great prize to you, Jimmy. Yeah. Trip for two to England oh. for the Four Nations. Uh, Courtesy of rugby league experience. That's correct. Uh,
1: how good's that? How many days do we know? It's, uh, it's
3: about ten days. days. Ten days. Yeah. Ten days. Tickets to Australia, uh, one of the games, and then obviously the final. So great prize. Yeah. Get your entries. Hashtag my big league on Facebook, uh, Twitter, or. And it's got to be the most inventive one, right? Yeah, get creative with it, guys. Yeah. So let's just clarify. Who's the judging panel? Um, I don't know. It depends whether someone I know, actually. (laughs) And are looking to take someone. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. There'll be an independent uh, judging panel. Oh,
1: right. It gets me worried. (laughs) Um, Social media star of the week. Who else? Jared Hayne. Like, yeah. Jared Haynes just lit it up. Did anyone tweet him? Did anyone mention him in a tweet? Did, did anyone no. throw it? did from
4: the at? big league account, um, but yes. that's about it. What did you say? <laughs> what, what did you say? No, just the tweeting his, his press conference, basically, and everyone right. was pretty interested to hear what he had to say, yeah, obviously, yeah. about not going back to Parramatta and, and how he felt about it. Um, yeah.
1: I've been forced into this situation. <laughs> Uh, down in the yeah. dumps. Uh, he was down in the dumps. Signing his 2.4 million dollar deal, yeah. Jarrod Haines uh, well <laughs> frolicking up
4: at the Gold Coast. <laughs> like it's it's really sad. Isn't yeah,
1: it? And, and the other thing is, oh, I didn't get an offer from Parramatta. Well, you did. It was late, late. Um, and, it wasn't and it was very good. it was a million dollars less over <laughs> two years. But you did get an offer. Let's just clarify <laughs> mm-hmm. that. Uh, and Max Donnelly's come out and said, oh look, we just would have had to shed so many players that we couldn't do it. So um, you, you totally understand that. Now fearless predictions. Now, what was your fearless prediction last week?
4: Mine Man? was that Tui Muala here Yes, uh, would score three tries, and he didn't score any.
1: No, he didn't. Uh, and what was Maria's?
4: Uh, that Matt Scott was going to make two hundred meters. Yeah,
1: missed it by ninety nine meters. <laughs> he made one hundred and one meters. <laughs> so metres. close, uh, Bowie. You're you're in this week, uh, yeah. Maddie. You're going to have pressure on you. To yeah. uh, I said that Manly would score thirty six points against them, thirty six or more mm-hmm. against the Knights, and they got thirty six. So. But he, used, top, top yeah, but he used yeah, but he used
4: probability in mathematics to kind of yeah, get which that. is so a, you've got hard against
3: the you're rules. You're allowed to use maths. No, no. A, well, I tried to. I tried to, to, to do a fearless prediction during state of origin. You said no, you can't do that. You're using stats. It's not fearless enough. And yeah. you did the same thing. So it is the
4: same as Wade Graham saying I called heads, and he actually <laughs> called tails. Exactly. Probability.
3: Exactly. Oh. So. Uh, You've I played think a, the game. I think you might get half a point. Marie's half doing a that. point. Oh, all right.
1: Okay. So, Pam, why don't we start off with you, your fearless prediction for round 22.
4: My fearless prediction will be that the Titans beat the Warriors by 20 points. Oh, on the back Ooh. of the wow. home plane. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I think they'll have a big home crowd. I think it'll be just buzzing up there, especially after last week's game and... Yeah, go for it.
1: Titans by 20 points. All right. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, Uh Maddie?
2: Yeah, I'm going to go for when Hayne playing comes on, he's going to score a try. (laughs) Hey!
1: On on debut. Yeah, on debut for the Titans. (laughs) Yeah, does he count as a player on debut? (laughs) I I don't know. I'll see. (laughs) But the Titans anyway. Is there any other player in the competition this this week? (laughs) (laughs) Jared Hayne? Uh, Hayne. I'm going to put you down, Maddie. Hayne uh, mania. Hayne gets a try. That that the stadium would go berserk, yeah. wouldn't it? <laughs> be crazy. Um, i only see uh, Jared Hayne on Fox Sports Australia's Sports Leader too uh, for the remainder of this year, <laughs> hey. unless of course they make the semi-finals. Uh, make the semi-finals. Is good. Uh, Barry? Is
3: good, I'm going to go the the, uh, the Titans and Warriors game as well. Okay, it's going to be it? going to be the game of the week. So <laughs> uh, I said Warriors in Golden Point, and uh, I've got Sean Johnson kicking Golden Point. So, mm-hmm. Sorry, kicking field gold in Golden Point. For okay. that game. So. there you go. There you go. All That's, right, and there's not, and pretty fearless too, Jimmy. So yeah, very fearless. <laughs> very <laughs> fearless. Just What's saying. Point? What's your point?
1: What's your point? <laughs> just waiting for just uh, wait Okay. For all this. right. Now I, I don't know whether I'm using maths on this occasion or not, but <laughs> the average is the are. average crowd of the Gold Coast Titans this year is twelve thousand two hundred and twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. Right? Are you going to crowd one again? yeah, yeah I am. <laughs> it will double. It will double. So there you go. Twenty-four thousand five hundred. I reckon they'll get it. Capacity is about 27, 27 and oh. a half up there. So so the wings. So I've, I've done my research. <laughs> it's supposed to be a fine day in <laughs> South, <laughs> South East Queensland on Sunday. So you're oh using God. stats again. 21, it's 21 degrees. Ah. It's like, oh, it's raining. I'm not going go to go. check the foot. average temperature Meteorologist. of that So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so oh, they oh, will double wow. their home crowd Wow. all on the back of the I'll tell plane. you what. Yeah, I'll yeah, tell man. you
4: who's thanking Jared Hayne right now. Is the Dragons, the Broncos, the Rabbitohs, uh, yes. the West yes. Tigers, all of these clubs who have had so much the Parramatta, yes. who had so much media yeah. attention. Um, over yeah. these past few weeks. That's
1: a very good point, Pam. Uh, we're going to leave it here. Maddie, thanks for coming in. Hope you enjoyed thanks, it. Maddie. Yeah,
2: I really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. Yeah,
1: Absolute pleasure. Um, good luck with your game coming up in two weeks' time, Sharks right. home game for the Nines. Yes, yes. Yeah. that's correct. Yeah. Thank you. And against the Terry Viviano-led uh, Roosters team. <laughs> as well. Thank you, Bowie. Reasonably strong, actually. Well done. Good <laughs> comeback. Good comeback.
3: The, the surprise in your face. <laughs> Thanks, thanks, Jimmy. Anyway, so it's great to be back. I, I, Maria actually just she just messaged us on Did Facebook she? Live, going that <laughs> she, she didn't authorize my return, so she's not very happy. So I could be in trouble when I get back to the office. Yeah, I so. think we're going
4: to get Maddie in to replace you. From I here. think yeah. I think that's she's a smart
1: idea. You. All around, you know what? So. We need a halfback to direct us around the field. <laughs> so we don't want a slow, cumbersome front rower. I mean, we've already got plenty of those, so uh, no problem. All right, uh, good stuff, everyone. Uh, thank you, Pam. Uh, we do appreciate it. Uh, Remember, get out there and buy your Big League magazine. Even more, take a photo of yourself. Hashtag it MyBigLeague. Put it on your social media. And uh, for round 22 of the National Rugby League, a big thank you to Slater and Gordon. And if you've got a legal issue to tackle, give them a call. one 800 Hope everyone has a great Big League weekend. If you don't
0: believe in fairy tales, we might see the giant fairy tale of all time. One kick, one moment in time. It looks oh! to me, as a fabulous nail work. Wow, he hits it, he's got yes! it.